Good afternoon, everybody, and happy Monday, and welcome into another episode of Back to the Theater Reviews. Uh, just got done watching the uh, Monday Night Football game between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Boy, are Chargers fans really going through it right now. I mean, Philip Rivers, four interceptions. Jesus. I mean, hey, when you think of it this way, if your life's going uh, south, just think of it this way. It could be a loss worse. You could be a Chargers fan. So... Yeah, then I was going to go into uh, Disney Plus to see uh, what I was going to watch tonight, but I figured I have no idea what to watch, so I might as well punch out a couple reviews while I'm at it. And today, we're going to be discussing uh, James Mangold's newest film, uh, released by 20th Century Fox, or Disney in this case, Ford v. Ferrari, which stars Matt Damon and Christian Bale as our two leads. And basically, this film is set in the year 1965 heading into 1966 where ferrari is the motor company that's taking everybody by storm they're producing nice cars they have very rapid speeds in those cars and to top that all off um they've won the last i think four le mans races for those of you that don't know le mans is a very very huge race over in france it's a 24-hour race where Basically, uh, different drivers go into uh, different time circuits and, you know, whoever comes out on top obviously wins and Ford kind of wants to get their foot in the door. So they decide to launch a special project where they decide to create a race car that will hopefully compete with and defeat Ferrari. And it's up to uh, Carol Shelby and Ken Miles to make that dream happen. Now, I was very excited when I first heard uh, this movie was not only announced but the cast as well as and the director just because i love james mangold i think he has very solid films under his belt for the, uh, those of you that don't know he did a uh, logan walk the line 310 to yuma and there was one more off the top of my head but i'm gonna have to get back to that later but point is the man has put out very solid quality films and the best part about this movie too is it's the first one in a while where it's not a franchise type of film. It's not a prequel nor a sequel or a reboot. It's completely brand new. A nice original story based on a true story. Well, certain parts because I've been watching uh, YouTube videos about what's been real and what wasn't. I'm not going to discuss those for a spoiler's sake because if I'm being honest, I had no idea what history laid ahead of this movie i just knew it was based on a true story i think that's what made me enjoy the film more so that's exactly what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna list down a few uh, positives uh, with this film i'm not gonna go into what exactly happened and what didn't i'm just gonna go through the plot a few sequences here and there and then uh, just give my rating later but just uh some quick initial thoughts is that this movie is amazing it is flat out amazing and I'm so glad that it won the box office this past weekend because there's been a lot of Oscar buzz around this film coming from certain festivals especially when it comes to uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale you know um, who do you even put as your best actor in that ballot they're both very amazing in these roles they delivered great performances. If it were up to me, though, I would give the slight edge to Christian Bale. 
just because he's mainly the guy who steals the show in this film and I like the arc that they give uh, Carol Shelby played by Matt Damon but I think this film overall centers on Ken Miles who's portrayed by Christian Bale and he I mean I didn't know the guy obviously but Christian Bale captures this character that is like a sweaty when it comes to cars he knows everything that you could possibly think of he knows what exactly to add to the car what exactly to take off how it could differentiate if you add this part to it or take this out what exactly is causing it to go faster and whatnot and it was absolutely insane to see the performance that he put up and what I liked also was John Bernthal he makes a small little appearance in this film too and he's pretty solid overall as uh, Lee Ioka basically he's the man that gets um, Ford in the door to launch their racing project and overall I like how Matt Damon and Christian Bale kind of feed off one another they have a great friendship and you can tell that for a while now they've had this friendship for years they both have a great knowledge of cars and it's displayed perfectly when it goes through the sequences of building the uh, Ford GT40 used for the uh, 1966 uh, Le Mans and speaking of cars what I admired a lot about this film too was the practicality of it practical effects looked amazing there's some sequences of course where you're not going to get everything and you have to put some CGI but overall Mangold did a great job directing all the car sequences and using as many practical cars as possible instead of heavily relying on CG because this film only had about a 95 million dollar budget I believe and of course the visual effects aren't going to be top-notch like you would see from 150 to 200 million dollar budget films but even then just because you have a bigger budget that doesn't mean that you're gonna have top-notch effects I mean Terminator Dark Fate for example I think that film had like around 150 million as its budget those special effects look like they came out of a video game from like PS2 they look horrendous and then you go about what I don't know how many years ago maybe 25 25 years ago when Terminator 2 Judgment Day comes out you rewatch it and those special effects look freaking great they still hold up to this day they still hold up to this day so it doesn't even matter how much of your budget is even centered around the effects obviously it helps a little more but just because you have more doesn't mean you're going to get the best quality anyways I went on a complete um, 180 there going back to James Mangold though he directed this film so beautifully when it comes to the racing sequences even the training sequences because it's both about 50 50 you get a little bit of the races leading up to Le Mans including Le Mans and then you have of course the um, the driving courses what goes good what goes wrong and bear with me here the way that he displays it from the point of view of the drivers I don't know how he somehow pulled it off but it's like you can feel how fast these people are because these people are going about roughly 200 miles per hour around these curves around these straightaways 
and you can feel as if you're in that passenger seat somehow with them and we've all i mean i don't know who the hell has gone 200 miles per hour in a car but this is about the closest thing you can get to that experience and to think i used to you know bash on a racing sport because there's nascar fans out there there's formula one other fans that follow car races and i remember i used to always think i don't get what's so damn entertaining about that they're just going around in circles way more to it than that it's such a dangerous sport a lot of skill is needed in that sport to where now after watching this movie i have so much more respect now for anyone that does any sort of a racing sport when it comes to cars, Formula One, whatever it is. And another thing that I like that James Mangold tackled, and this goes out with this crew too, the uh, the sound editing and the sound mixing. I watched this film twice, uh, once in standard, the other in IMAX. IMAX, the experience was unreal. Like. It felt like I was at France somehow watching that race. He captures the engine sound so well, especially when they rev them up in the beginning and they're just going super quick along those uh, courses. And comes to like the different crashes because obviously uh, racing isn't exactly a pretty sport. There's going to be a lot of crashes in it. Overall, it's an amazing film filled with great performances all around the cast um even the man who plays henry ford second uh tracy letts uh he does a great job capturing uh henry ford II. and noah jupe noah jupe who plays a uh, ken miles son in this film he's been kind of breaking out a bit you know i remember seeing him in wonder uh he had a lead role in a quiet place and then let's not forget he has another big film coming up in Honey Boy where he displays um, a young Shia LaBeouf growing up. And now he has this, 4B Ferrari under his belt. Has minimal screen time, of course, but I like the chemistry that he had with Christian Bale. They displayed a beautiful father-son uh, relationship. And, you know, I'm a sucker for those. If you know, you know. But overall, like I was saying, this film, it should be on your list, no doubt. One, because the story that's displayed, it's an underdog story. Who doesn't like a classic underdog story where your backs are against the wall and you have to overcome something? And a lot of the time, this movie isn't necessarily about the race either. It's about dealing with the adversity of not only your back against the wall and everybody counting you out, but certain decisions that have to be made that can affect the outcome i would get into more details but it is spoiler specific so i can't but expect to see this movie now given the box office performance that it's about to give expect to see this movie in the oscars next year i can definitely see a mango hopefully getting a best director nod best actor i would i would give it to christian bale but regardless um either one between him and matt damon deserve it and honestly, I would even put this movie down for best uh, sound editing and mixing too. Because like I was saying, it displays the cars, the race is so perfect. Literally start to finish, you're invested in this story. 
given the runtime, it goes by super quick, no pun intended. All the race sequences, training sequences, they keep you in and they're captured beautifully. The best camera work on cars that I've seen in a long time. And I'm going to give Ford v Ferrari a 9.5 out of 10. The only thing that I really had a negative with was sometimes, of course, when you're dealing with a Ferrari, you know, it's an Italian company. There were some discussions, obviously, between the Italians, and they didn't have subtitles, so I had no idea what the heck they were saying. And that kind of bothered me a little bit because it kind of took me out. Because instead of focusing on the story or that scene, I was just stuck thinking, well, what the heck were they saying? I'm sure it was something important. Aside from that, though, I this is definitely a top five film of the year. I don't know where I would put it because it's honestly a pretty stacked year and there's still several more releases to go. But it's definitely a top five film and definitely go out and check this one out, guys. Alrighty, well, that basically is all I have to say for Ford v Ferrari. It's a great film expect to see it come oscar season and look forward to more reviews um it's a packed week you know i there's a beautiful day in the neighborhood frozen 2 and then i'm seeing a uh, knives out a week early so look forward to more reviews guys towards the end of the month and uh don't forget to check out uh, my other review for honey boy as well uh, that one was another great film and yeah that's pretty much all i have to say for today uh Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Back to the Theater Reviews. Don't forget to uh, follow us on Spotify, Instagram, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, see you next time.